Welcome back to Sprinkle with Hope podcast with your host, Jason. Shane and I are so excited to bring this topic to you, positive self-talk. We love talking positively, and we give some really great little pointers and things in here with some really cool quotes that Shane and I both like. Um, so listen in to this and enjoy your day. Yeah, we really do love talking about positive stuff, and this is no exception that Hopefully you get something out of this and you can change your, uh, maybe if you have negative self-talk into positive self-talk, we will always focus on positive over negative. And again, we hope that you get something out of this. And if anytime you feel like you need to share our podcast message with someone that you know, um, please share that with them. It really means a lot to us. And And thank you so much for all that you do. You guys really do keep us going. So we appreciate all of our support from all over the world. We see all of you and care about you and uh, are thinking about you. So thank you. And here's positive self-talk. Welcome to the Sprinkled with Hope podcast. Welcome to Sprinkle Hope Podcast with your host, Jason. Shane and I today are going to talk about a subject that we love to talk about, and that is positive self-talk. So kicking it off with, uh, with a quote here, I know that comes as a shock. Wright Thurston said, self-talk is the most powerful form of communication because it, it, is either, it either empowers you or it defeats you. So I wanted to start off with that because I thought that is what self-talk is. Either get us going or it'll just take us out, right? So I want to talk a little bit about the brain and what the brain does. And so I've mentioned this a little bit, but there is a chemical in the brain called dopamine that's released. And it's a neuromodulator, um, which simply means that it just regulates that chemical inside of your brain and in your body. So Dopamine is also known as the motivation chemical. So sometimes if you feel like you want to do a task or complete a a task, then your dopamine levels will typically be high. But if you don't feel like doing something, then typically your dopamine levels are on the low side. So your body loves dopamine, and that is why it often can't, it's hard to resist that donut or, um, you know, the ice cream sandwich that you really enjoy. Or, or other things such as, you know, getting that like on Facebook, you know, getting the like on Instagram, whatever it be, because your body really loves that dopamine. Uh, so sometimes we also seek for those like encouraging messages. Those kinds of things can also help raise that dopamine level in your body. Um, so there's another chemical that's kind of the opposite of that, um, which is called um, cortisol. And it's a competing chemical uh, that is related to hormones and stress level, okay? So here's the downside to cortisol. It is a chemical that allows your brain to spur negative thoughts. So think about that. You have dopamine that makes you feel really good, and you have cortisol that makes you, you know, fear things and create a negative thought. So don't get me wrong, though. Cortisol can be effective since it, it can alarm you or alarm your system when you're in imminent danger, right? If you're swimming with a bunch of sharks or you see the back of an alligator, you know, chances are you're going to want to run. 
And that's a good thing. Cortisol is the one that helps you navigate through that. But sometimes our brain picks up on what we think is imminent danger, such as those things. People talk bad about you. What will what will people think if I say the wrong thing? Those kinds of things. Your brain will pick up on that and say, oh, I should be fearful of those kinds of things. When really, you know, is that really what we should be thinking about? Um, so since these happen more often, our brain is often flooded with more cortisol and negative thoughts than with dopamine, which makes us feel good and want to succeed and motivate us to do great things. Yeah, that's awesome. That's really good. I was going to start off um, just t- talking a little bit about what self or positive self-talk is in my mind. Uh, it's the inner dialogue or the monologue that we have that makes us feel good about ourselves and everything that's going on in our lives. And um, some call it an optimistic voice in our head or encouragement or a way to look on the bright side and pick yourself up. I, I agree with all of that. Uh, I want to also hit you with a right and left quote. So I'm starting with two quotes. The first one is by Confucius. He was a Chinese philosopher way back in the day. And he says, the more man meditates upon good thoughts, the better will be his world and the world at large. I just thought that was really cool because if we're focusing on our thoughts, the world and the, our world and the world will be better. The next quote by, is by Edmund Mbiaki, Mbiaka, maybe I, I'm sure I slaughtered <laughs> that, but he's a self-help writer. His last name is spelled M-B-I-A-K-A. We'll put it in the notes. And this quote really got me. It, it really, I felt like I felt it on many, many levels. And I'll explain why. He says, positive self-talk is to emotional pain as pain pill is to physical pain. So let me say that again. Positive self-talk is to emotional pain as pain pill is to physical pain. Now I'm not one that typically runs and get and takes pain pills or pills or medicine in general. I just, I prefer to not do that. That's just the personal choice that I have made. But the reason why this hit me so hard is because I, I envisioned people who need medication for physical pain, that they have to take medicine um, to alleviate that physical pain that they're having. But he turns it around and says that we all are having emotional pain, but the way to combat that is by positive self-talk. And I love that. I just love that we don't have to go to the medicine cabinet to alleviate our emotional pain. We just have to talk to ourselves in a more positive way. It just really hit me. And I wanted to share that with you and share my thought. I I just love that quote. Jason and I share quotes all the time. We love them. When I was preparing for this podcast, this just really hit me very strong. And on on not just that level that I shared, but just many levels, I think we can learn a lot from it that we simply have to turn to alleviate ourselves from that emotional pain that we all are going to have, that we just have to talk to ourselves in a more positive way. Now, we 
we'll talk, of course, about positive self-talk, but there's also this thing called negative self-talk. Um, that's when we're telling ourselves that we're not good enough, that we always fail, that we can't do anything right. We've probably all have said that to ourselves at one point or the other. Now, positive self-talk is the opposite. It's not being an, um, it's not deceiving ourselves into thinking that things aren't inaccurate. I don't believe that. It's more about showing ourselves some compassion and understanding for who we really are and for who, what we've been through. So instead of saying, I'm not good enough, uh, we can say other things. Uh, I have some um, ideas that I want to share with you, but I'll let Jason share some thoughts. <laughs> yeah, I have a few thoughts and I, I, I do appreciate that that quote, I think it's really hits home the idea of what we're talking about today. And I'm going to present quite a few ideas and different types of things that you can do to, to you know, overcome or, or help yourself get rid of some of those negative thoughts and bring that positive self-talk into your life. So definitely, you know, take which ones you like and use those ones. Uh, I'll give you a couple different things. So the first one I'm going to mention is called the bounce principle. So easily explained is when negative thoughts come into your mind, you bounce them out or bounce those negative thoughts out and replace them with positive ones. So like, for instance, someone says something that you could take offensively. Instead, you think maybe that they're just having a bad day and I should have compassion on them and provide them maybe with some encouragement instead of thinking, oh, uh, I, I'm really offended by what they just said or or could be, right? Uh, you can always find a positive thought in most situations. Now, there are some situations where it is difficult, um, so I'm not going to say that it's true for every situation, but for the most part, you can replace those negative thoughts with positive ones. Uh, so here's the, the bounce principle. You know, Try to use that bounce principle to bounce away those negative thoughts and replace them with positive ones for a whole day, just one day, and see if it makes a difference. Um, Shane and I talk about taking action and, and thinking positively, right? So I'm asking you simply to just try this for one day. Try the bounce principle. Every time a negative thought comes into your mind, try to think positively about it or put a positive spin on it and get rid of or bounce that negative thought out of your mind. And so what... You know, just think about that. What is that internal narrative that you're telling yourself? Is it always negative? Um, can you change that narrative to be something more like I can do better next time or I will choose to learn from my mistakes and not allow them to hold me back? Things like that. You know, can you tell yourself that? Um, I thought of this kind of cool analogy here and picture yourself looking at in a mirror right? You're standing in front of the mirror in the morning. So what are, what are the thoughts and things that come into your mind? And as you're picturing yourself, every negative thought or thing that you think about yourself, you're throwing mud at the mirror or you're covering it up and you're smearing it. Now, what do you look, when you look in the mirror, what do you see yourself as? Muddy, you know, not clean, full of trash or garbage or things like that. What would be the opposite of that to put positive spin on yourself? Uh, that's like cleaning up the mirror, maybe grabbing some Windex and a nice rag and you can really see the clarity of yourself and all the things about you 
um, that are positive. So just think about that mirror and what it is that you are telling yourself and what you're throwing at that mirror. Is it mud and dirt and garbage or is it clean things that clean that mirror off so that you have a really good vision and view of yourself? That's awesome. I wanted to share some some things that we can tell ourselves um, rather than saying I'm not good enough or those negative things. I came up with a list of things that I wanted to share that we could tell ourselves to start to change that negative self-talk into positive. The first one is I have the power to change my mind. I think often we don't think that we really do, but that's, that is the most important thing that if a negative thought enters your mind, you have the power to change it immediately. If you want attempting to do this took courage and I am proud of myself. So see the difference between that and I'm not good enough. So you took the courage and you're proud of yourself. Even though it wasn't the outcome I had hoped for, I learned a lot about myself. I love that one because yeah, it might not be what you wanted, but you can still learn a lot about yourself and about uh, what, what you're going through. I might still have a way to go, but I am proud of how far I have already come. I am capable and strong. I can get through this. So you are, I believe that you just need to start telling yourself you're capable and strong and you can get through anything. Tomorrow is a new chance with the lessons learned from today. And I thought that was great because we can learn from today and use those lessons for tomorrow and improving ourselves. I will give it my all to make this work. So instead of saying, I I can't do this, I'll give it my best. I can't control what other people think, say, or do. I can only control me. That's a really good one. I think that Mm -hmm. often people think, well, I'm going to control other people and you can't. You can't do that. You can only control yourself and your thoughts. This is an important opportunity for me to attempt something new. So maybe you're a little bit scared or nervous about something. It's an opportunity to learn and and do something new. And I can learn from this situation and grow as a person. So those are just some things that I came up with that I thought we can say those to ourselves and change the narrative in our minds to be more positive. Another thing I, I found when I was researching was a listen, learn, and think exercise. So step one is to listen. I, the, this exercise is, is suggesting keep a diary for a few days uh, or a week or however long you want and pay really close attention to what your self-talk is. So is it mostly positive or is it negative? What events, people, scenarios encourage that positive versus negative self-talk? And what would a friend or loved one say if they knew you talked to yourself in this way? So think about um, those things that you're, uh, you know, if you write them down and is it mostly positive or negative that you're writing down? What events are um, encouraging positive versus negative? self-talk and that's the listen part of it step two is to learn at the end of the time that you have written your stuff down think about the following questions what thoughts come up most often so 
when you're writing things down, what, when you reflect on those, what thoughts come up most often and why, why do they come up? How would you feel about yourself if you switched the negative self-talk to positive? And how did negative self-talk hold you back from achieving your goals? So that part is the, um, the learn part. So you're reflecting on what thoughts came up most often and why they came up and those type of things. And the last step is to think it through. Um, really most of the negative to positive self-talk, you need to think over why you had those thoughts in the first place and be on and ask, ask yourself, honestly, um, you can ask these questions. How big of a deal is this really? So how big of a deal was that negative thought? Or might I be overreacting? Are my thoughts and conclusions based on facts or opinions? And if they're opinions, whose opinions are they? And do those really matter? Am I suggesting, or sorry, am I guessing at information and making assumptions? And often I think that uh, gets us in the way of making assumptions about things. Uh, so let me give you an example about that. So let's say you were, being, you were invited to a party and at the last minute, the party was canceled. So you instantly thought, Oh, yep. That person doesn't like me. I'm not good enough. What if they, what if something happened where the, the person got sick and they couldn't host that party or something? You don't, you see the assumption that you made is instantly like, Oh, it's me. It's me. And that might not be the case. So that was just something that I found um, an exercise that we can do to help improve the way that we talk to ourselves in a positive way. That's awesome. I actually had that same exercise. So I'm glad you brought it up. <laughs> um, one of the things I, I really like is um, research studies that are done on, on these types of things. So the research says this about positive self-talk. So Conroy and Metzler, um, don't know their first names, but in 2004, they did this study and they explored the way self-talk impacts cognitive anxiety in sports performance. They looked at state-specific self-talk, so the way athletes spoke to themselves while failing, while succeeding, and while wishing for success, and while fearing failure. They measured these along ex uh, alongside expressions of situation-specific trait, performance anxiety, fear of failure, fear of success, and sport anxiety. They found the strongest results for self-talk associated with fear of failure and sports anxiety. Essentially, the athletes experienced higher anxiety when using negative self-talk. So isn't that interesting that, you know, here's a sports athlete and you typically you look at him and you go, wow, I mean, they just accomplished so much in such a short amount of time. They're strong, they're athletic, they can run all over the field, but yet they are pervy to these negative self-talks. And, and you can see that sometimes. I mean, Shane and I have watched countless of football games, and you can see when a, when a quarterback starts throwing interceptions or making mistakes, it's like a snowball effect. And so they start making those mistakes more and more and more, and then it just get, gets out of control. Um, similarly, Kendall and Treadwell in 2007 also explored the way self-talk affects anxiety. They inv investigated self-talk as a predicator for anxiety in children with and without a diagnosis of an anxiety disorder. disorder. They found that reducing negative self-talk uh, 
mediated substantial treatment gains in the children with a diagnosis. So isn't that interesting? So here's like kind of the flip side of that, that they were talking to themselves positively, but they had, you know, a diagnosis of an anxiety disorder, but because they were talking good to themselves and positively, they had better gains. Um, So there are four categories of negative self-talk. We've talked a little bit about it, and I, I want to bring these up. But the first one is personalizing. So you blame yourself when things happen to go wrong, right? And we're our own worst critic, right? So we just say, oh, it must be me. I'm the problem. So, man, I, yeah, I'm the problem. I'm the issue. So that's personalizing. The second one is polarizing. You tend to see things as only good or bad, no middle of the ground or middle of the road kind of a thing. It's it's black or white. Um, so you don't think that there's a way that, oh, um, I'm good or I'm not very good at all. And there is a middle ground. Three, magnifying. You tend to focus or magnify on that bad or negative in every situation and dismiss the good or positive things. How often do we do that, right? We're just so focused on that bad or negative thing. We think, oh, there's no way that any good could come from this situation. Just not going to happen. And then the fourth one is uh, catastrophizing. So say that about five times fast. (laughs) Um, But that just means the meaning is, is that you always tend to expect the worst in the situation. You just think it's going to naturally happen. There's no you know, you look at a situation and go, oh, well, why bother tr- having a positive spin on it? Because it's always going to come out negative for me. So just forget it. Um, so I think that that's, you know, we get we we need to know those categories of that negative self-talk so we can see those things happening. And we know how to change that internal narrative more to a positive way and put a positive spin on things. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, I, we, we've mentioned a few times in our podcast that we, at, when it's Jason and I, we research the same thing, which this one happens to be positive self-talk. And I took some of his uh, stuff and he just took some of mine. So <laughs> this must be really good and must be really important, important for you guys to hear. Like, I, I think that, I think it's interesting that it, it happened so much this time when, Really, I think we've only had one other quote that we had that was similar. Other than that, we've always had the, had different things. But it shows that it, it really is important that we both felt important enough to share that. Um, and that hasn't happened before. And so the things that we're sharing, I, I truly believe are very important, whether they're coming from Jason or myself. That doesn't matter because we stand united in this, that positive self-talk is so important. We've given you ways to, um, to tell yourself things that you can change that negative into positive. We will always focus on the positive, no matter what both of us will. We hope that you also do the same thing that as you learn some of these tools that we're, we've taught over the life of this podcast, including this one, that you really think about the things and maybe if they've hit you that you go back on those things and refresh your memory. And, and we will always talk about action without action. None of us can accomplish great things, but with action, we can accomplish anything we set our mind to the last quote I have. 
uh, I love this. And I wanted to share this. It's from John Asafara. He's a mindset and behavior expert. And he says, be very careful what you say to yourself because someone very important is listening. You, you're the one who's listening to everything you're saying. So be really careful about what you're telling yourself. If you're finding yourself being a little bit on the negative side or a lot, then change that, that in your mind and think about the things that we've shared with you and, and really just like Jason was saying, look yourself in the mirror and, and tell yourself, I am enough. I'm worth so much. Start to change that narrative in your mind. And over time, you're going to come that you're going to find that it comes way more natural to you. Um, like it does to us. And we, we've, we strongly believe in positive self-talk. Uh, we know it's been a great thing for us in our lives. And we know if you are struggling with it, that it's something that you can also overcome and be on the positive side. So it was just my thoughts that I wanted to share with you. Yeah, I, I, I agree with Shane. I think this message is really important. And that's why we probably came up with similar things just because you know, you obviously needed to hear it. And so re just remember the things that we've talked about today. Uh, I'm going to close out with a couple of things um, that I wanted to finish up with. Uh, and it's the three ways thinking positively will improve your life. So um, one of the ways is that it helps to reduce stress. Think about that stress, right? If you're talking positively and to yourself, you, it's, that's naturally going to go away, right? So following, following the research that I just talked about, you can see how it can help reduce stress and anxiety. So reframing the stressful, a stressful situation in your life and knowing you are going to do your very best in every situation and whatever outcome happens, you know you put your best foot forward, that is going to help reduce stress in your life. It just is. The second way is it boosts confidence and resilience. And you can see that if you are positive, you just carry yourself in a different way. Um, and so you're not kind of drawn back by those negative thoughts and those negative things. You're just ready to, to run. Um, a study done in 2008 by Lomborski, which I'm sure I butchered that one, found that those that scored high on optimism and positive self-esteem were more likely to reach their goals, score good grades, and recover quicker after a surgery. Well, isn't that fascinating? Think about that. If you're thinking positively, you, you go into it, these situations and you just are radiating with positivity, you're going to have a positive outcome. It's you're going to, and it even says there's research that's been done. You're going to recover faster. Um, and then the last thing is the ability to build better relationships. And think about that. If you're around Shane and I, we're just going to rub off on you and you're going to have that positivity in your life. So people with a positive mindset, you were, are going to naturally want to be around those people more. And so you're going to have a stronger feeling of being more fulfilled and having a great life and overcoming some of these difficult challenges. And again, Shane and I aren't saying that we are like positive 100% of every single day because that's really tough to do. 
what we're saying is we really try our very, very best to put our best foot forward and think about every situation as positively as possible. And that that's all that we're asking you to do. Uh, I'm going to finish off with two quotes. Love quotes, obviously. So Winston, Winston Churchill, a former uh, prime minister of the United Kingdom, said this, the positive thinker sees the invisible, feels the intangible, and achieves the impossible. So I want you to think about that, that, that you, and I, I really do believe that, you can see all of those things and achieve what nobody else can because you're thinking positively. And the last quote I have for you is from Johann Wolfgang von Goethe, who was a German poet. And he said, thinking is easy, acting is difficult, and to put one's thoughts into action is the most difficult thing in the world. And I believe that because you <laughs> to put your positive thoughts into action is really, really hard to do. Believe you me, I understand this. I know that it's hard, but I also know that there's a lot of benefit and gain from thinking this way. 